Hello, welcome back to Podcast vs Player, episode 91. I'm Cal, and as always, I'm joined by a man who lost his watch at a party, but then he happened to see a guy stepping on it whilst committing a theft. He walked right up to the dude and punched him straight in the nose. No one steals. Not on his watch. It's only bloody Dan. Wow, that was long drawn out and <laughs> not a great payoff at the end. I had, I had nothing. I had nothing. It's fine. It was you just reminded me of uh, my own sex life, so it's fine. <laughs> that was a much better joke. Hey, thank you very much. However, see you next week, guys. See what's oh, coming sorry. up on the channel. <laughs> <laughs> I am um, speaking of jokes. Um, my sex life again. Way! Yeah. Okay, come on. <laughs> this is <Sorry>. good. <laughs> I'm on fire. I um, my granddad was a big fan of uh, the Cornish comedian Jethro. If you've heard of him. Yeah, I think anyone born after sort of 1922 has probably heard of him. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I used to get him like the latest stand-up on DVD like every year for Christmas and stuff. Yeah. Obviously, since he died, I haven't bought him um, a DVD. But... Um, but. I, but. <laughs> oh, oh, Sorry, I'd, just every time you say that now, I just think of Goldeneye. Sorry, carry on. <laughs> I, um, I don't know. It was really weird because um, it was... My, my dad passed away um, a few months ago and it was his birthday um, the other day. Um, I was a bit sad, obviously. Um, I went down to, uh, and I was planning, the weekend just gone, I was planning uh, to go down to the grave and then go and see my granddad's grave as well while I was there and stuff. And on that day, I actually, somebody actually posted a video of Jeffro, and I was like, that's really weird, because no one I know likes Jeffro. <laughs> However, the joke was very, very funny, so I'm going to tell it you, Dan. Well, hopefully it's going to uplift this. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's well worth the... The really depressing start. Oh, okay. Carry on then. <laughs> so um, David Beckham decides to do horse riding, um, although he's had no previous experience. Uh, he skillfully mounts the horse and appears in complete command of the situation as the horse gallops along at a steady pace. Victoria admiringly watches her husband as he, you know, just parades around on a horse. After a short time, David became a little casual and he began to lose his grip on the saddle. He panics and grabs the horse around the neck, shouting for it to stop. Victoria starts to scream and shouts for someone to help her husband as David, by this time, slipped completely out of the saddle and is only saved from hitting the ground by the fact he still has a grip on the horse's neck. David decides his best chance is to leap away from the horse, but his foot had become entangled in one of the stirrups. After the horse gallops along, David's head's just banging on the ground and slipping into unconsciousness. Victoria's frantic. She screams and screams for help. Luckily, the Tesco security guard came out and unplugged the horse. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Really made me laugh, lad. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Anyway, how are you? <laughs> yeah, pretty good. How are you doing? I'm not too bad, not too bad. We, um, we have some exciting news coming up, but we'll get this boring news out of the way first. Boo, boo boring news. Um, Quantum Break has set a new sales mark for the Xbox One as the biggest selling new IP this generation. Mm. Well, how many new IPs is it going up against? Five. <laughs> I don't know. Five, yeah, that sounds about right. Let's see, this generation. Watch Dogs. Quantum Break. Um, Titanfall. Hmm. Um, Not exactly things yeah. to make you go out and buy an Xbox One. Not though, really, no. no. Sunset Overdrive? Yeah, again, not really. Um, the Order's a new IP. Again, not many people like that. I enjoy it for the short period of time that it was <laughs> That you actually had to play it. <laughs> anyway, it's... Uh, <laughs> The time-bending Xbox One and PC game not only raced to the top of the UK sales charts for its launch week, but it's now become the fastest-selling Microsoft-published new IP this console generation in the region. Quote, we're delighted Quantum Break has been so well-received by fans and critics, Xbox Studios' John Etzny said in a statement. The game has already built up a passionate fanbase and we look forward to seeing and hearing about their experiences in Riverport. In the UK, Quantum Break became the first Microsoft published game to reach the top of the UK sales charts since Halo 5 Guardians was released in November 2015. Right. That's it. But it's sold well. Yeah, okay. Well, that is that is news. You're right. Um, yeah, moving on. 
<laughs> wow. Sorry, I, I just... I, like, because Quantum Break was supposed to be a launch title, wasn't it? Um, I don't think it was meant to be a launch. I think it was meant to launch in the first quarter of the, the Xbox One's life, but obviously... Yeah. So that's been pushed back, like, what, two if, years? Yeah, a little bit more, I'd say. Yeah, and then it finally comes out, and people are just like, oh, thank God, it's finally here. Then they play it, and some people are just like, mm, well, this is not what I wanted. See, I I mean, we, we were talking about this before we started, but I really, I really enjoyed it. Um, and I remember saying on a really old podcast that, I mean, neither of us was interested in the Xbox One. And I, I, I went and bought a PS4. Um, and I, I said the only game I'm tempted to get an Xbox One for is Quantum Break yeah. and I was like well, we'll see how, how that pans out and then I ended up getting an Xbox for free anyway so that made no fucking difference yeah. um, and I, I went and I got it the day it came out I was looking forward to it but I, was, I hadn't got my hopes up really but honestly I really 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 enjoyed it see um, I, I like the premise of it Hmm. Like I really like this sort of like you know time manipulation and like sort of having just sort of superpowers really. But you're just a dude with superpowers and you've also got guns as well because why not? Yeah. But the things I've seen wouldn't go. They they wouldn't spur me on to buy an Xbox One at this point. I had the the initial observations panned out and I hadn't already got an Xbox One. I wouldn't buy it. I wouldn't buy an for Xbox an X- One for yeah, yeah. Quantum Break. However, already having an Xbox One and seeing more of it up until the release and I was like it, it does look really good so fuck it I'll, I'll go get it hmm. I, do, I don't regret it in the slightest and I, I, complete, I completed it this weekend just gone and already I'm actually really looking forward to a sequel well given the given the response and the amount that it's made I mean, oh yeah it'll definitely have another one <laughs> yeah yeah it, it seems pretty obvious that and for, again from what I've been reading as well it, it seems like this sort of thing that set up a universe of its own yeah yeah definitely. so I don't think it would be too much of a stretch to imagine a sequel being pulled from it well I won't I won't no spoilers but it ends with a basically there's going to be a sequel oh brilliant so it's a case of that, that's what that literally spoils nothing you knew for a fact the amount of money they've put into this, this was getting a sequel. <laughs> yeah, I know, but that doesn't mean it's deserving of one. It, yeah, it definitely is. The Saw films don't deserve a sequel, but we've got seven of them. Yeah, but that's, again, down to stupid people going to see stupid fucking films. <laughs> but, um, no, it, it was. I really enjoyed it, and especially for a first entry. And I think it's it, it's got the same stigma... That what you people either really loved Watch Dogs or they didn't like Watch Dogs. That's the kind of feel I got of it. I mean, I I enjoyed it. I thought it was a good game. Um, and I think this is the same thing. I think people are really going to enjoy it, or they're just going to be like, eh. Are there any spider tanks in it? No. I'm not interested. Forget it. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> this is some news for you, Dan. Oh, go on. Um, is it spider tank related? It could possibly be, but it's probably not. But you don't, we don't know. We just don't oh, know. Okay, okay. Um, Activision was apparently working on an ambitious sounding Guitar Hero MMO. <laughs> oh, Jesus. What the... F- <laughs> How... What? Um, they was working on it before it was ultimately cancelled as part of the company's decision to halt all... Quote, Stupid ideas. Hero game developments <laughs> in 2011. Oh, okay, right. And um, the information comes from Unseen 64's latest video, which has the story on the game's genesis, its features and ambitions, and why it ultimately didn't happen. As explained, the game Hero World would have been essentially a platform accessible by web browsers that tied together all of Activision's Hero games. It was conceived by DJ Hero developer Freestyle Games, but work on the project was done by Amsterdam-based Virtual Fairgrounds which had experience in the free-to-play MMO space with the game everyone's favourite, Club Galactic. <laughs> what, sorry? Club Galactic. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know that big MMO that everyone... Yeah, yeah, definitely, I love has it. ...has definitely heard of. Yeah, I, I've got it. <laughs> I'm like level 49. <laughs> yeah, my... My... Um, my... <laughs> what Don't... I going from there? Yeah, he's, I, I fucking love it, it's great. What's it called? The... Sorry. <laughs> The spider tank. Yeah. 
that's, well, that's, that's my avatar. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> but, you know, everyone, everyone knows about it, so there's no point wasting time on that. Next. Um, Hero World was described as being ahead of its time, capable of rendering appealing visuals even on low-spec machines. The game also would have automatically put its accessory servers during peak times and shut them off when often use. It would have been efficient and cost-effective. Um, in Hero World, players would have imported characters from the Guitar Hero and DJ Hero console games, or make new ones, and then embark on a journey to musical stardom. There would have been some kind of story, and you would have done battle in turn-based dance-offs. <laughs> stop. Just stop there. Wait, it gets better. It gets no. better. No. A, a complimentary Facebook app for Hero World was also in the works. It would have allowed players to customise their own venues. There was even talk of the possibility for music labels and bands to sponsor in-game content. The, game, the gameplay loop would have involved uh, building a venue in Guitar World and then hiring console gamers to play their shows there. That sounds terrible. It sounds amazing. It sounds no. like the ultimate sequel to Club Galactic. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe to Club Galactic, you could be right. But like the only sort of open world music theme game that I can think of, at least off the top of my head, is uh, Brutal Legend. Which was great. It had a fucking sweet soundtrack. Yeah. You had a big guitar axe thing you battle people's heads in with. It was, it was great. I loved it. And that, it was Jack Black as well. Come on. It was a very good game, but would it have been an MMO? <laughs> Absolutely not. It would have been awful. Yeah. I. There's no words. I, I just don't, this was I don't... even. This, this nearly was released. It was. They started making it. And then they sobered up and just went, whoa, 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 wait, what? What are all these notes that we've written? What the fuck? Open world MMO? This guitar hero? How does that work? And they just go, oh, God, it, it made sense last night. <laughs> just like DJ Hero did. It's like when you have a really good idea in a dream, and then you wake up and you go, that could work. Well, no, right. actually, no, that's completely impossible and stupid. Yeah, that's, no, 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 no. Yeah, well, no. that's one thing I'm glad stays in the uh, digital graveyard. Yeah. Something we will never see, hopefully. Now we'll see it. It'll just be someone will pick up the idea and go, "Wow, it's brilliant!" And then everyone will go, "Ah, oh, should have left it in the bin." Yeah, fuck you, Activision. You killed Tony Hawk and Spider Man. And you killed Star Trek games, you buggers. No, the Star Trek kills Star Trek games. <laughs> no, it's like every single Star Trek game, with the exception of like uh, Star Trek Online, um, was made exclusively by Activision. Oh, God. Like they own the license now. Some of them were good, like Elite Force and stuff was fine, but I remember that Commander was pretty good. What was that first person one? That was Elite, uh, Elite Dangerous. Elite Dangerous. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, that's also a first person, and it's also in space, but it's not Star Trek. Oh my god, that would have been amazing. Oh, never mind. Um, Elite uh, Elite Dangerous. No, Elite <laughs> Force. Sorry, Elite Force One and Two. I remember playing that. I had that on PC. It was pretty good. It was Years basically ago. just sort of like uh, Unreal Tournament kind yeah, of stuff. It was just Doom, man. It was ace. Yeah, it was pretty good. But you like, played you as that, and stuff. It's that guy with like the nine foreheads. No, you didn't play. He wasn't. You were just a no Klingon Academy. Dude. Oh, Klingon Academy. That's what I'm thinking of. Oh wow, that is old school. Yeah, but that was also that was also a really good one. I enjoyed that. Yeah, but then we like I think the last sort of half decent one I played was like um, Star Trek Legacy. I think. I remember you Where buying basically... the movie game. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you know how many hours I put into that? <laughs> I don't want to know. About one. Oh, thank God for that. <laughs> Honestly, I'd forgotten I even had it until you just mentioned it. <laughs> it was not good. See, like me and Rick were talking about it because I think it was just after we saw. Um, I, yeah, it must have been the, uh, the like the new start. No, no, because that's in like two thousand nine. It must have been after that. Either way, it was like this. This game was announced, and we we're just like, oh yeah, it'd be, it'd be, you know, it'd be sweet, really. You know, sort of going on away missions and be, like flying starships and stuff, and you know, you can co-op with someone so one of us can be co-op one can be spark and spark scans for stuff and all that sort of stuff and it was terrible yeah. and like there was the only sort of ship based thing there was you know bear in mind that you know the, the Star Trek starships are like the most iconic like with only sort of like second to like Star Wars and stuff mm. um, and even then that sort Excuse of me. It's, it's a fine line Andromeda <laughs> hmm? Andromeda isn't that with Hercules? Yeah, Kevin yeah, Sorbo. Yeah, so shut up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's actually an episode where one of the people on the ship um, finds like this trunk and they go to open it and Kevin Sorbo like, puts his hand down and stops it. He's like, what, what's in there? Like, 
nothing do you need to see and then they walk off and he opens it and he pulls out a wig and a sword oh jeez <laughs> it's fucking amazing <laughs> <laughs> anyway Star Trek shit yeah 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 <laughs> basically that's what I was getting to you're like the opposite of me like you went to see Star Trek and you went and bought a shit game we went to see Star Wars episode 3 and I bought an Xbox and Lego Stars. Yeah. Which is quite a good game. But the, no, but I mean, like, you went to see a really good film and bought a shit game. Oh, well, it was, just, it was a good film. I wouldn't say it's really good. It, no, it was really good because I don't like Star Trek and I really enjoyed the new ones. Well, that's probably why. Because you're an idiot and you don't know what the source material is, so shut up. Hey, I know all about Star Galactic. <laughs> Battle Star Trek, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway... That's pretty much all the news I've got, Dan. However, you know that really awesome game we played, Rust? <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah, once. There's, a, there's been a new update. Um, I played it a lot, to be fair. You just didn't like it. Because it took, like, longer than it did on DayZ to find each <laughs> Yeah, and that's, again, without any kind of... But we didn't have a map for that. Well, fuck off for that. At right. least with... Daisy, you can kind of cobble together roughly where you are with a compass. Yeah. It's pretty good in sort of it, it's realistic. It, it's taught me like the uh, basic like sort of like the, the scouts equivalent of like an orienteering badge. <laughs> like, I know roughly what the distances are, location, direction, magnetic north, Russian and uh, also how to make a, a campfire out of just twigs and bandages. So it's pretty good. Yeah. So we're we're good. we're all set. <laughs> but um, the newest update. <laughs> now assigns you your permanent gender based on your Steam ID. <laughs> so if you're a dude and you've got, say, you, I don't know, you, one of your favourite characters of some, of whatever, is a girl, and you've decided to ha implement that into your Steam ID, your permanent Rust character is now a girl. Well, that seems like it would annoy quite a lot of people. It has. Oh, right, there we go. Um, and... To be fair, it's just another reason not to play Rust. I mean, I, I enjoyed <laughs> it for the, for the short period of time that I played it, but I think I'm, I convinced myself I enjoyed it. Yeah, because to sort of, when you add up all those hours and you just like 12 yeah. hours. No, I, I must have enjoyed it. Why on earth would I have played it for that long? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's sort of like acceptance by denial. Exactly. It's a case of I mean, like I've I've recently watched a couple of videos just to see because I've deleted it now, but um, just to see how it was getting on with development because it wasn't as broken as Daisy when it was in its in its alpha. <laughs> Isn't probably is a better word. Yeah, Daisy's still true. not. Yeah. It's still not on the best of terms with me at the moment. I've seen smash vases that are less broken than Daisy. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and I was watching. I was like, it might have just got worse. <laughs> And it was really good when I played it. <laughs> yeah, it, I don't know. It's just it's another one in, in a very long line of open world crafting survival. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Except there's only a few that sort of people have got a personal interest in. Whereas like DayZ, I was it was something I've been waiting for for years. So even if it had been terrible, or let more terrible than it is, I suppose, I still would have gone. Well, I still prefer it. Well, the game itself's not terrible. Like the ideas and stuff, and I think. The more you play it, the more you appreciate it, and you can get on But you kind of, yeah, you sort of adapt to its nuances. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, I remember when I first played it. Uh, to be fair, I remember watching the first video you did before before I had it. Wow, those were, those and were bad times. <laughs> it was like, I remember you running up to... Uh, it really made me laugh, and I used it on like the first promo video we did for the channel. And it's like, oh, this is on me, and you go running up. And you're like, die! And like, it's, you, you're literally hitting it on the head, and it's like, oh, the hit detection's so bad. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like, not even touching it. Well, they fixed the hit detection. That much is true. But And there's actually like a ton of guns now. Like, we're just guns and ammo everywhere, which kind of, you just sort of like, oh, well, you know, it's sort of, you've got an unfair advantage over someone straight away. But it's just like, well, if if everyone's got them, it makes it more interesting because you've instantly got a standoff situation with someone yeah. because oh, have they got any bullets in it though hmm, that's yeah. the thing because um, we did that a few times oh absolutely just walk yeah. around with a gun <laughs> even though we had yeah, no yeah. It, it kind of works yeah 
Except when a zombie runs at you and you immediately put it away and pull out an axe. And it's just like, <laughs> he's got shit all too. <laughs> oh, good time. <laughs> yeah. But Russ, no, I'm not I'm not interested in that anymore. Now that your Steam ID <laughs> ties well, you to a permanent gender. I, I, I don't have a gender-specific Steam ID either, so it would just sort of randomly assign it to know. me. That's pretty masculine. Don't, don't give out my Steam ID. That's that's not rule number one, right? That's not your Steam ID. Well, it is, because I've just confirmed it. <laughs> damn it, we'll cut that bit out. Yeah, you're damn right. <laughs> I'll put a beep over it. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> that works. So it sounds like it's really offensive. <laughs> oh, no, because if it was, you know, um, hashtag sniper69, I'd, I'd be quite proud of that. That's along two with beeps, all the other 14 year olds. Oh, you can't beep out. That's three beeps. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it for the news, Dan. Wait, whoa. Okay, well, I've got things I want to talk about if you don't mind. I do mind, but I'll allow it. Oh, thanks very much. Um, seeing as this is your now new news segment that you're just bombarding into the podcast. New news. I'm gonna do you an I'm gonna do you an intro. Oh, okay. You ready? New news. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I was gonna do. Oh great. <laughs> That's well, fine, because then my shit impression of it, you can just put it over the I'll top. I'll put of the actual one on, yeah. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. <laughs> um, so I've been buying a few new things. Oh. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. No, 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 okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I've i obviously got the uh, Division now, because I've got a new graphics card that the Division came with. Mm. Um, I also got like 200 quid back from uh, Vision Express as well, so basically I got my new graphics card with the division but basically fuck all no so I was quite pleased with that right while we're on the subject you can tell everyone why you got money back from vision express no no need to go you into that you fucked <laughs> no it's fine um, that's that's another story for another podcast maybe that's an animated um, episode <laughs> possibly we'll cover that yeah um, but so yeah I got this I got the division I've only played about 14 hours of it or so um, but it's the thing is it is a grind but it's yeah. It's, it's the worst part of an MMO that they've kind of put into it without the good sort of social interaction stuff. So I'm kind of still annoyed that they haven't really got more than three fucking enemy types. Yeah. Um, or like three different gangs. You know, there's, there's no sort of variety there. Um, but just finding those new guns, man, there's just something so addictive about it. You just find like a new strap on. No. <laughs> Well, I meant like a this, new this attachment. This sounds like a game that I could get on. <laughs> I didn't have this. The Flash the game. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. It's like a new attachment. Oh, I bet there is, you know. I'm not going to. I'll have a look later. <laughs> I'll tweet it. Um, but there's, um, like, you know, you'll find like, uh, like a... <laughs> I'm trying so hard not to say it now. Um, like a, uh, like an undergrip thing, like a stability grip. It's got like one percent more stability than the one that you've already got, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I'll change that out, and then I'll I'll deconstruct that part for components and stuff." So it, it's it's that sort of border borderlands mentality where you just sort of like find something that's got like a one percent slightly better percentage of hitting someone in the face, and I just love that. So just sort of milling about and just doing things. I haven't really ventured into the dart zone much because I remember how much of a prick people were in the dart zone. Yeah. So I kind of want to be. At a higher level, but and Rick goes up dark. Well, that's true, but it's it, it goes up dark zone levels as well. So it's just sort of like it doesn't really make any difference what level I go in. It's still dark dark zone levels that apply in there. So that's quite good. Um, so I've been playing quite a bit of that. Um, but I also bought Battlefront the other day. Now I remember that we were talking about Battlefront, and it was something that I was super keen on buying, uh, sort of day one. And I was you know more than happy to sort of pay forty five quid to. Um, uh, EA, and that's obviously not a sentence again that I say very often. Straight to that. <laughs> yeah, um, but it was. I, how much did I get it for? I got it for about thirty quid, I think. Um, not bad. It, it, no, but that's the thing. I think that that sort of price, and with the additional content that they've already put into it now, it is worth it. And it, for one, it looks incredible. Like it just it, every every sound is in, in perfect. And all the extra game modes and stuff really do add some real variety to it. Yeah. Like there's, there's one where there's like you, there's like six guys like all sort of running about. One of them will be um, randomly nominated to be um, a hero, 
So you'll be like Rebel Heroes or Empire Heroes. So in, in the match that I played, I only played one of them, but I quite enjoyed it, was Rebel Heroes. So that's like a um, a choice of uh, Luke, Han, Leia, or Nien um, Nub. Hmm. Like, you know, the X-Wing fighter yeah, pilot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he was like fighting the Millennium Falcon with Lando. Um, or like he, because I think he's part of the, the, the Best Bin DLC, though. Um, so yeah, basically he, he wasn't on Heroes when... Because um, James brought it around, and we were playing it together, and I say he, he wasn't on there. No, no, no. Well, it's him and uh, Greedo, I think. That, um, hmm. So it's like one each. Um, so like people have got a choice of those, and obviously Yenyub, if you've got the uh, the best in DLC, um, and then so one person is the the hero. Everyone else are just sort of normal troopers, and then you've got to inflict the most amount of damage on the hero before they get killed yeah and then like the top three people like the percentage of damage that's inflicted it's sort of like it randomizes between it's like a, a wheel that pops up and spins around mm. and then like he just randomly selects one of those three people who've got the, the highest damage and then they become the hero yeah and the the point of it is is that when you're the hero you've got to get the most kills of troopers before you get taken down and that's like cumulative so if you're really good and you can consistently just keep the, the fire on the hero and inflict the most damage on them, then you stand a higher chance of being the hero in almost every round. So it's a bit like, I know you're going to shout at me for including this, but it's relevant. When we were playing Disney Infinity Battlegrounds the other week and we were playing that hero mode, where one of them's a big hero. Do you remember? Uh, yeah, yeah, vaguely. Like, so like one person will start the game is like an oversized character. Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then the other people have to try and take him down, but he gets, well, or she gets points. Um, the more people they take down and you swap if you manage yeah, to kill yeah, the yeah. hero, basically. Exactly, yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's really good, but then there's also like these um, sort of like red hero tokens. And if you collect one of them and activate it, it randomizes the three highest people. So, like, there might have been someone who's done like 80% damage on the hero, um, and they stand a higher chance then, like, in this second sort of um, wheel spin thing to have all of their damage and points reducted to zero <sighs> so like you can absolutely nail them and like throw grenades on and stuff and then someone just pick one of these up and then just get rid of your damage altogether okay. and then you can't be the hero in the next round so that I love um, the the supremacy um, the uh, there's like a, one where you're sort of the Empire is being pushed back so like it's just the rebels constantly pushing forward and they've got to take points to sort of move up um, like the walker assault and everything's great but the one that I'm getting the most fun out of fighter squadron I fucking love it <laughs> shocker I, honestly I like, I've been talking to quite a few people at work who've got it um, and they just can't seem to get to grips with the, the fighter controls but I'm like motherfucking Poe Dameron out there Honestly, I'm just doing backflips, dodging missiles, shooting motherfuckers down. The only thing I haven't managed to do yet is either be Slave One or the Millennium Falcon. Mm. Only thing I haven't done, and I'm pretty sure they're in like hero tokens close to the ground, but I just haven't come anywhere near to actually getting it. So like doing that is just been oh man, it's been so much fun. But then when you find a fighter token like on a normal battlefield, I'm sniping motherfuckers on the floor now. Like that was shit I couldn't do in the beta. Now I just just sort of lower my speed no one can get me from the ground and just pop everyone as I'm flying over so much fun I fucking love it you need to get it soon we need to do some stuff on that for sure I'll get it I'll get it um, so other than that and the division uh, the Doom beta also came out over the weekend uh, I know that you didn't get a chance to uh, have a go on it I was busy uh, yeah you were busy um, but I managed to play about two hours or so on that I think uh, it's alright, it was pretty good um, it just reminds me an awful lot of the new Unreal Tournament that Epic Games are sort of developing for free yeah I was going to say that's fucking free so. yeah so I mean it's, it's very old school I mean it's really fast paced explosive you know rockets and shit flying around everywhere it's a lot of fun although after two hours I was bored of it mm. so the, the, the only sort of compelling feature for it now would be the single player which looks pretty cool still it's Bethesda so exactly. So I mean, they're they're sort of known for you know sort of big interactive stories and stuff. So I, I at this point though, the the, the multiplayer it's like the beta for it. It feels like you know when you get like a good story mode game, mm. and then the multiplayer is kind of tacked on. Yeah. 
it feels like a tacked on multiplayer oh, at the moment. Dear. So, I mean, I'm hoping that there's like a billion more game modes. I mean, there's like a bunch of customization options. And like, you can change like every color and the amount of dirt on the different bits of the gun and stuff. Love all that. That's really cool. Um, but in terms of actual game modes and stuff, there's nothing new. It's just team deathmatch and stuff. Mm. And it, it, like I say, it's it's just the same as the uh, the Unreal Tournament thing that we play. So the, there's, if the multiplayer alone, you know, sells some games, this definitely won't be one of them. No, no, I'll have to wait and see about the single player because I know, yeah, I do want to kind of give it a go. It does look really good. Yeah, but it, it's like um, like Tomb Raider, like when Tomb Raider first came out. Obviously, the story, great, yeah, love it. Yeah. But the, the multiplayer, it was just sort of like, you don't need this. It, yeah, it wasn't like... I mean, Uncharted, obviously, again, single player. Fucking amazing. But even the multiplayer was really good. It was surprisingly good. It, it was good, but, but it, it, again, it didn't bring anything new to the table. It was still Team Deathmatch. It was Capture the Flag. You know, there, there'd be Uncharted elements, but it was the sort of the navigation around the map and stuff. That was what mm. made it sort of interesting. More so than usual, anyway. But It, it, wasn't, it didn't feel like, especially Uncharted 4 multiplayer, I fucking really enjoyed the beat. I still need to get that video sorted. Um, oh, yeah. But I... Um, it, it didn't feel like you just, in this arena, go and kill some people. It actually felt, yeah. because the levels are quite fucking big, you actually felt like you was doing an Uncharted level without mm. all the cinematic bits, really. But yeah. it's just the grapple, the like the rap, grapple rope thing, it's just fucking brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, Battlefront is like I'm. I'm actually genuinely tempted to get the season pass because the next one that comes, um, the next thing that gets released is Cloud City, and then yeah. the one towards the end of the year is the Death Star. Now, that I, I'm hoping that by the time they get to that point, they'll go Death Star and Space Battles. Possible, like a trench run, oh, you know, yeah. fighter squadron mode, and you've got to get Luke. To the fucking port to fire his torpedoes mm. into. That'd be pretty. If they do that, if they, or as long as they can confirm that something like that is going to happen, I, I'm, I'm buying it for sure. Mm. But like the the, the jab of the hook contracts to do, um, like but all just just sort of. I'm, plus, I'm getting you know fairly decent sort of scores on it. You know, midway to high end of the, the sort of leaderboards. But even when you sort of like the, one of the issues with the beta was as soon as you got like in an ATST. You could absolutely decimate everyone, yeah. and there wasn't really much anyone could do about it. Um, and although there is occasionally a sort of an element of that, there are still tons of way, uh, ways of like taking out these sort of things. Hmm. So all you need is just someone who so- spots, you know, somebody's flying around in an a-, a wing. They spot an ATST and just go, "Oh, he's going to fuck a bunch of my guys up." You come in low, shoot from behind, fire a torpedo at them, they're pretty much gone. So it, it's super easy to take care of. The only issue I have with it is um, sort of level balancing there's none really I, I can go up I can, I can go up against people who are level 30 fucking hell like there's certain skins that you can only unlock unless it's paid for I'm not sure but yeah. I don't think it is they're the things that are locked until you rank 30 which is like max rank I think or not 50 I can't remember and there's people running about in those skins and it's just like you've got all the fucking gear but I can still take out top players. That's kind of what makes you think it's not such a big of a deal. Mm. Like, because I've got this sort of pretty cool sort of like um, heavy machine gun kind of thing, um, which is it's similar to the one that you always start with. Yeah. Um, but it's not as accurate and uh, it does more damage. And honestly, when you bottleneck people, I can just fucking cut through them all. So, like, just because you're a higher rank doesn't mean that you're like any less susceptible to damage. Yeah, well, that's a so, good thing. It's still a couple of headshots, you're gone. So it's it's how you play it. So I mean, at the moment, I'm absolutely in love with it. That being said, I still keep going back to Fallout fairly often. <laughs> <laughs> I've done everything on Fallout, and yet I can't keep away from it. It's a That's a fucking good game. That's what I, I, I'm the, the the Automatron and the Home Wasteland DLC, whatever it's called. I, I'm going to be getting there for sure. Yeah, yeah. I absolutely love Fallout, and that I think that's the mark of a good game is the fact that I can go out and buy loads of new stuff. And then go, what shall I play? Ooh, Fallout. Mm. I haven't played that in about four hours. I'll give that another go. <laughs> My graphics card cooled down a little bit, so I can <laughs> go back and I'll give that a go. Yeah, yeah. But um, I'm so at the moment, Battlefront and Fallout season passes, I'm genuinely considering. And I fucking hate season passes as an idea. You do. 
But mm. can't, depending on content, it's sometimes worth it. And I think well, that's, that's the, the amount they're pushing out for Battlefront is you probably get your money's worth. Well, that was it. I mean, I kind of wanted to wait. Well, for one, I wanted to wait until I got a graphics card that would be able to handle it and make it look as beautiful as it now does. Yeah. That was something I was saying last year. You know, I was just like, as long as I get a new graphics card by the end of the year, I'll probably buy it. But when it got to the point of it being released and we knew what was going to come out with it, I was just like, that's not acceptable. No. I'm not paying 45 quid for something that's only kind of half fleshed out at the moment. Um, or even if they just wanted to sort of go the Hitman way and just say, we haven't got everything finished so we can rele- release it in bits and pieces, but you only pay a tenner. Or, you know, well, no, $18 or what the, whatever the equivalent is. You can, if you buy it separately, it's like, I think it's like £11 an uh, episode for Hitman. Right. Or you can just stump up the full full price for it and it it does work out cheaper that way yeah um, plus obviously you get you will definitely get everything but that's that's on the assumption that there is something good to get that's that's the issue I think it's you know case. all the DLC that they might release for it may be shit well they are releasing it all in once it's all done it's going to be released like on physical disc copy um and I'm totally honest, I'll probably end up waiting now. I've done the prologue and that. Yeah. And it's honestly, it's, re- it's really good. And I really fucking enjoyed it. Um, but I'm sure it's out next month. Yeah. And that's definite. It'll, it'll take priority. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of games, though, Dan, I think we should speak about our new endeavour. Hmm. Um, we're making a get now. <laughs> we uh, sorry, had you finished? Oh, thanks for asking. Sorry. Yeah. I had, yeah. <laughs> um, first up, a um, bit of news regarding us. Um, we the other week. I'm getting married. We, Woo! <laughs> then we were in ceremony. We just like games. All <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. But um, we are. We've added a new affiliate to our affiliate roster. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we have um, Zavi, um, 365 Games, um, GameSeek, UK and Europe's number one online video game retailer. Wait a minute, aren't GameSeek the uh, UK and Europe's number one online retailer? <laughs> I believe they are. I think I heard that one time. There we are. Okay. Um, uh, and another new one, Consoles and Gadgets, .co.uk. Um, so if, any, if you ever need any consoles or computers or any kind of or, gadgets, or gadgets, in fact, repairing. Yeah. Head to them, and you'll. Oh get, shit! They do repairs as well. They that? do repairs. That is actually quite a good service. Um, and if, I didn't know that. Okay. And if you go through us, you get a little bit cheaper. Wink, wink. Do we get it cheaper? Yeah. Oh, anyway, <laughs> um, but we've now added um, another very big um, game retailer. Funnily enough, called Game. Hooray! Um, probably the biggest gaming retailer in UK. Um, I'd say it's, I don't know about biggest, but it's most definitely the biggest. <laughs> I mean, wait, no. <laughs> Strap on. <laughs> that didn't make any sense. I mean, it may very well be the biggest. It may, no, it's, <laughs> what am I about? Yeah, they're affiliates now. So well done to us. Um, yeah. We're also um, done a, a pretty exciting collaboration um, with the extremely talented musician Aviators, um, it sounded the Aviators. You be quiet, you. Uh, <laughs> and basically, um, he has done possibly one of the best James Bond songs I've heard for a long time. It's very good, isn't it, Dan? And Dan doesn't give praise very often. Hmm? <laughs> See, he's over listening. Sorry, I actually wasn't. I thought my phone flashed, so I was looking at my phone to see if it flashed, and it didn't. What were you saying? Thanks for that. <laughs> um, what was going on? Basically, Dan. Is that it? Are we over? Are we done? We're done. What's going up on the channel? Oh, cool. Okay. No. Um, and the, the song he's done called Snowblind is oh, right, yeah. like just a perfect Bond song. It's really it fucking good. It actually genuinely is. It's, yeah. it's just got... It, um, I can't remember what the, the fucking thing is... Um, it's basically the sort of uh, the you know the, in the main James Bond theme tunes like da 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 and then that sort of like that part of the song is kind of like an integral like that sort of chord progression or key structure or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's it's basically 
um, in every Bond song, or at least it should be in order to make it a good Bond song. Yeah. Just you know, um, you know, think Chris Cornell. That's obviously I think it is probably my favourite Bond song. Um, it's very good. But the start of it is still It's still the same chord note. Yeah. Chord notes. Chord notes. <laughs> it's still the same chords, you know, um, and. Snowblind has got the exact kind of same thing, and I mean I don't want to say I don't want to compare it to um, you know my name, but I I like it in the same kind of way. Yeah, it, it's still it's still a bit rock, but it's still you know the lyrics are still relevant to you know a Bond film. Plus musically, it's personally yeah, it's really it's, well played. Yeah, it's kind of like a really good mix of like classic Bond, like the like Shirley Bassey, Tom Jones, that kind of stuff, with yep. the new stuff like. Chris Cornell, and it's yeah. a, it's a very good fucking mix, and I really like. Well, it. I, I will say this actually before we go any further. Um, one of the sort of the ethos is, if that's a word, of uh, PVP is the fact that everything is always and shall be done naturally. Hmm. We don't sort of, I mean, sellout may not be a great word if you know if the right opportunity comes. Who knows? Yeah. But ultimately, we don't sort of plug things for plugging things' sake. You know, if we think we'll get something out of something, then we'll go. Oh, you should go and check out this channel. They're fucking great. Yeah. Um, the only thing, and I, I use this to, um, as an example to um, to Cal earlier, but what I'm basically going to be using a yardstick for are things that I'm willing to talk about or push or promote or whatever on the channel is anything that I would recommend to someone at the pub. Yeah. Yeah. So if I was at the pub with a couple of mates and said, "Oh, you've got to check this video out. PVP is brilliant. You should check, probably check them out on www.podcastplayer.com." <laughs> um, but anything that I would say, "Oh, this this like um, you know like Funhouse or like Angry Joe or Nostalgia Critic or Yogscast or something like that," those are things that I would encourage people to seek out and, mm. and check out because I, I enjoy their content. Whether it's really good or not is obviously it's not for debate, debatable. Yeah. Or yeah, it's, you know, it's personal preference at the end of the day. But one of the things that we don't want to do is sort of push things that we're just simply getting something out of and that we wouldn't recommend or that we don't believe in. So when we say that this is a really good song and the guy's a really good artist and you should go to his channel and check out his stuff, we really mean yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It's genuinely I mean, he's got, sincere. Yeah, he's, he's got 95, 96,000 subscribers on YouTube. Um, the fact that he would even agree to work with someone as stupid as us... <laughs> You know, it's a testament to sort of just saying, yeah, I mean it for the whole game, you know. Yeah, it doesn't matter how big or small you are. And, Absolutely. Um, and I do admire that. And I'd like yeah. to think that should we get to the same kind of position, we'd also sort of... No, we wouldn't. No, not at all. No. <laughs> we had we had um, some guy, um, I feel like I can't remember his name, um, send us a message basically asking if he could... Um, be on one of our videos, like play a game with us, and Dan's like, oh, yeah. "Nah, we don't know." <laughs> well, you know, we've we've got a certain, uh, you know, sort of PvP font for how we deal with things. Like, in you know, some people have got their own font that they, you know, you see the font, you associate it straight away with that. Our whole method, our whole stupid bullshit. It all it it's all constructed. It's not. No, it's it's, it's not. It's a weird, weird. I'm trying to sell this in a sort of professional <laughs> way, but it's not. I really can't be asked. Basic, that's the truth. <laughs> basically, um, if if you you do want to work with us, um, and not to sound, this sounds really snobbish, and it's really, well, really, really not intended to be snobbish because we are in no position to be snobbish. But we would speak for yourself. We would <laughs> we would rather work with people in a way that. It makes sense. Um, yeah, there's no sort of uh, beneficial gain from one side or the other. It would have to be like in that sort of pixel bandits way. Yeah, yeah. Like we like talk about them, we t we tweet to them, we get them. Yeah. You know, it makes it makes sense. They do good stuff. They play a lot of the same games that we do, especially Elite Dangerous. That's kind of how we got talking in the first place. Um, you know, and I'd be more than happy to do some stuff with them because we've kind of built up a relationship. Yeah. I'm hoping that what would happen is, you know, that we build up the same kind of relationship with Sound of the Aviators. Mm. And, you know, we would like to sort of go to a mutually beneficial place in which, um, you know, we could kind of talk about them and genuinely try and push people towards them and say, check them out. They do really good game music. They do film music. Obviously, it's it's not four games or four films, but it's in the style that you would most associate with yeah, yeah. a specific game or a particular film. 
for example, Snowblind Bond. Um, so if that was the case, we'd be more than happy to sort of talk to anyone and sort of say, have you got any ideas? Fire away, you know, yeah. absolutely fine. Um, but in this sense, they've, they've been very nice to sort of say, yeah, absolutely, we've got this um, uh, song called Snowblind, which is a James Bond song. You know, it's, that's what the theme of it is. Yeah. Um, and we were talking about doing a new GoldenEye series, because obviously we do PP, uh, PvP mode, which is just um, Silence PP7s on Crane, and we just sort of ramble on for a bit. Yeah. Um, but Callum came up with the idea to have a new Snowblind series, which this song would be the backdrop for. And it was great. So we contacted them and they just came back straight away and was like, yep, we're on board. Yeah. And that, I love that. I absolutely love that. Was... So we are absolutely going to be doing a brand new uh, GoldenEye Source series. Um, we've done a couple of tweaks to the sort of game modes, but it's still going to be licensed to kill. So yeah. it's still one-shot kills because it's not that good. <laughs> but we'll be changing a few of the mechanics. And um, if we can, you know, sort of, if there are, again, any other sort of relevant songs that they've done, We'll be more than happy to sort of talk about them as well yeah. because it's all it's all good it's all friendship. Um, if you are still interested, um, I spent a good portion of a week creating an entire James Bond intro um, mm. using um, Snowblind, obviously as the main James Bond theme. That video will be going up this week, um, and is essentially the shall we say the first part of Snowblind. Um, um, it's in those kind of like um, series trailers that we used to do for Minecraft. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's just it's, it's it's. I mean, it's like four minutes, fifteen seconds long. So it's too long for an actual intro for the for the actual game videos. Yeah. yeah. Um, but obviously, Snowblind will still be featured as the theme for those Absolutely those videos as well. Obviously, just in a shorter um, frame. Um, yeah. But. Um, I'm going to be really big-headed, and I'm going to say, please watch it, because I worked very hard on it, and I'm very happy with it, and everyone said it is amazing, so it really must be. <laughs> Do you remember what I said about five minutes ago about being natural and progressive, and, you know, it, as and when people want to come and care. sort of talk to us, and, oh, okay, but in this case, then, total sellout. Four days. <laughs> no, um, it will be going up, um, so if you want to watch it, that will be appreciated. If you don't, just go and eat a dick. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, on that merry note then, um, what have we got coming up? Um, we've got a new series of Golden <laughs> You're joking? I don't believe it. Um, we're going to record some Snowblind very soon. Um, as soon as we've done this podcast, we're actually going to have a few test games um, on that. Um, Content-wise, for the rest of the channel, um, we've got a new Can You Believe It? Can you believe Wait. it, Dan? Yeah, you probably. You can believe it. Oh, good. Um, and I have, I have found my bounty um, of... Uh, it's hard to describe what the video... Basically, the video will be, I have found some really funny things and stupid, ridiculous things people have said, and I'm just going to read them to you. And, <laughs> and we're going to base them, how funny they are, by how much you laugh. Okay. And I'm not an easy man to please. <laughs> believe me, I know. <laughs> Way <laughs> four days, <laughs> um, and basically, if Dan laughs, then it's very funny. Right, I'm pretty sure this is a, um, a a game that they used to do on an old XFM show with Ricky Gervais, Steve Merchant, and Carl Pilkington, where Steve Merchant would come in with like just stupid tabloid news, and it was like the funniest stuff that you could find to make Ricky Gervais do one of his stupid Ricky Gervais laughs. Sounds similar. I, will, I can honestly say I've never seen that. But, oh, okay. No rip-off in turn. Yeah, so I'll, I'll, I'll tweak it up a bit then. If, da if, okay, if yeah. Dan laughs and does a fart, <laughs> then it's really funny. I'll have to buy two microphones. It's too expensive. <laughs> we'll just use a uh, decibel reader to see <laughs> if it picks it up. Yeah. yeah. Or I'll just edit in a fart <laughs> if you don't. Oh, do. okay, that'll do, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, um, other than that, um, I'm not sure what else, Dan. Well, we've still got Borderlands to Borderlands. do. Um, there's also uh, Don't Starve Together, which we haven't played in quite a while. Yeah, we need to get Rick on board. For sure. Um, also, again, I've, just the usual sort of Fallout, Elite Dangerous, whatever we can sort of cobble together, yeah. I guess. Dan's got a new graphics card, so yeah. he can do even prettier videos. That's true, actually. 
Um, but before we uh, tell people where to find us, um, we should do a shameless plug for Sound of the Aviators. Where can people find them? Um, you can head over to www.soundoftheaviators.com um, and you can see all his amazing work and genuinely is very amazing. Um, you can head over to YouTube, which is youtube.com forward slash soundoftheaviators. Um, or you can tweet him, which um, I have not gotten up there we go and you can tweet him at aviators 84 and he's got a delightful picture of some blue bat thing with some really funky hair it's actually a really cool picture okay um, and then well, there's a ton of you can, you can head over to his soundcloud to his itunes okay Tumblr, okay okay we, we get the Plus. message <laughs> we're not getting paid come on <laughs> Speaking um, of, um, if you would like to buy any new games, you can head over to GameSeek, which is UK and Europe. Isn't that Europe and the UK's number one online retailer? It retail? really is. I think it might be. Um, and also, if you're in the UK, you can head over to Game, um, which is the UK's one of the UK's largest um, brick and mortar stores. <laughs> uh, what's the uh, the affiliate deal of the week? Have we got anything in particular, or is it going to be up on the old? Website? It will be up on the old website as I haven't actually updated um, the affiliate spotlight. Um, but I can tell you now, it will be Quantum Break and Dark Souls Three. Ooh, okay. Dark Souls is a good one. Yes, very very okay. good. Well, you can go and have a look at that um, as well as the rest of our bullshit. Um, all of that's on www.podcastvsplayer.com. Oh, I burped. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There's one. There's one for the, for the next game. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Um, .com or .co.uk. That was supposed to be. Apologies. Um, there's a bunch of YouTubers stuff on there as well. That's youtube.com forward slash podcastvsplayer. You can tweet us at podcastvplayer. Mm. Or you can send us an email to playervpodcast at gmail.com. Yes, did them all. You forgot Instagram. Fuck, I don't know what it is. It's just podcast versus playing. <laughs> oh, bollocks. Well, there you go. It's all done. Well done, Dan. Thanks. Um, that's it. I'm going. Yeah, I'm go- only eight more episodes and then that's it. You're off the hook. I know. In, um, as he says, eight more episodes will be episode 100. Um, and every um, landmark we get to, Dan takes the reins and plans the podcast. So he's done two. He's done one so far. <laughs> Only, only the good ones. So you know, I, I, I get a break for a week. Yeah, it's fine. It just means that you know when we get to episode a thousand, then the, the the twenty million subscribers we've got, they only have to go up in increments of fifty to listen to all the good podcasts. Because yeah. they're the ones I'm doing. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Say goodbye, you cheeky bastard. Goodbye. Bye bye. <laughs>